Hi everyone and welcome to tonight's installment of Questionable Booking. We are your hosts, Gerard Clark. And this is DC. And tonight we are talking about Halloween Havoc 1997. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about Bash at the Beach 1997. So kind of on this... 1997 kick definitely was the height of my fandom or yeah no it wasn't the height it was like that's when I was in it that's when I was in it man (laughs) you was in the trenches I mean every Monday yes at a bedtime so I taped it and then Next morning, I'm waking up, getting dressed for school, watching it. <laughs> yeah, I was in it. Hey, man, I can dig it. Yeah, man. What'd you think about this pay-per-view? Um, this is my first time I've ever seeing this pay-per-view, so I watched it about three times just so I can make sure. You know, I actually enjoyed it, man. I think that's why I watched it three times. You know, from uh, from beginning to end, man, I was like, okay, this is this was real interesting because you know, I watched WCW, but I never watched the WCW pay per views when I was uh, a kid. I used, you know used to watch Nitro, so it just took me back to a great time in my childhood. So I enjoyed it for the nostalgia and just from the pay-per-view as a whole. What about yourself? Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. I really did. It was, um, yeah, I actually really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really see, it wasn't too many holes in this for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it just, you know, looking back at it from a 1997's lens, mm-hmm. where the wrestlers were big, they were huge. Right. Man, WCW, they were ahead of his time, man. <laughs> think so? I do. I think if, especially the cruiserweight division, if WCW was around now, mm-hmm. man, I don't think anybody would be able to touch them from a wrestling standpoint, especially with their cruiserweight division. So it's funny that you mentioned that because that was actually going to be one of my questions for you. <clears throat> um, do you think other than the NWO, do you think that the cruiserweight division, I mean, propelled WCW for the, I mean, in beating WWF at the time for the Monday Night Wars? Like, was that one of the main things other, other than the NWO? Or was that the thing? Mm. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's a good question. I don't know. Because looking back at it from my perspective, I mean, 
NWO was cool. Don't get me wrong. I mean, everybody was in the NWO. But two things that really drove me, I remember distinctly looking at that age. What was that? 97. So how old was I? I was eight, nine. Yeah, I think I had just turned nine. Uh, uh, Yeah, so the cruiserweight division, I mean, just from the cruiserweight division as a whole, man, it just captivated me so much just seeing all the moves and the high flyers. You know what I mean? Like, it just – I was – I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching that compared to what WWF had going on outside of Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or Shawn Shawn Michaels DX. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. For sure, man. Like, Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero? Mm -hmm. That match? Yeah. Yeah. Man, they they were just... They were ahead of their time, man. It was just like, come on. Like, goodness. Yep. That match? Wow. And still seeing Rey Mysterio now. <laughs> you know what I mean? I when I was watching when I was watching that pay-per-view, I was like, damn. Only Rey Mysterio, the only one who still Getting it in. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just. Okay. Like, Ray Mysterio. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I wish Eddie Guerrero was still here with us. Yeah, no, definitely. Ray Mysterio. Mm-hmm. He just, like. Man. I it, <laughs> For him to still be going. At. In 2021, and he can still go. That gets me excited about his matches. Mm-hmm. WCW didn't know what they had. Nah. I mean, that match alone with Eddie Guerrero and, and Rey Mysterio, I mean, like like we like we talked about last week, any, any pay-per-view with Rey Mysterio – any pay per view with Eddie Guerrero, you know what I mean. You, you got to tune yeah. in, and the fact that they were going against each other, man, come on now. Hey, I wonder why Alex Wright didn't get a <laughs> like a bigger push, man, or or you know after WWEF. Whatever they were in two thousand one, mm-hmm. I wonder why they didn't pick up Alex Wright, man. The man looked like a star. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm, I just looked it up, and apparently he was with WCW for seven years, and one-time cruiserweight champion, one-time world television champion, one-time tag team champion. With Disco Inferno, who I can't stand, by the way. <laughs> you ain't like Disco? I did not like Disco, man. Man, really? Yeah, man. I yo to me, I thought it was corny, man. I did. I Ooh. thought I, I thought he was corny. Like I, I couldn't get with him. 
outside of the music when he came out, <laughs> it was like, all right. <laughs> I, I think Disco Inferno, he was just, I mean, he was meant to be like a, a comedy act. He wasn't supposed to be very, very, very serious or anything like that. Yeah. It was, uh, so I, I kind of enjoyed his position. You know, it was, it's like, ah, this is, you know, who he is. This is the role that he's playing. Right. I, I, I got with it. I mean, he, he knew his role and he played it well. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I, man. You know who else I enjoyed Who's after that? watching this pay-per-view that I really didn't? Steve Mongo McMichael, man. Still can't get with him, man. <laughs> I didn't like the fact that he used the the tombstone pile driver, but uh, other than that, man, he was he was. I don't know. He played his role well for somebody that really didn't grow up in the wrestling business. Was an NFL player, right? I think he adapted well. I will say he adapted well, but still couldn't get with him. It, it, it was, I mean, a lot of NFL players transition. Well, let me not say NFL. A lot of former NFL or professional football players transition really well to pro, pro wrestling, in my opinion. I mean, if you look at the list, man, it's it's crazy. And then seeing how successful they were doing their runs, I mean, it's respectable. Yeah. I mean, obviously Goldberg being the top person that came from the NFL, but hey, give Mongo some credit, man. I did all right. I give him credit for the trans for the transition. (laughs) <laughs> to professional wrestling. I yeah, I just I couldn't get with them, man. I just I I couldn't. Man. So what was your favorite match in the on this card? Um my favorite match on this card. I would say You know what match I really enjoyed? I enjoyed Chris Jericho versus Ghetto. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Like I enjoyed that one. That was good, man. That was a real good one. Chris Jericho uh, was just another one that was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Now, luckily, he did get his. He knew how good he was. Mm-hmm. And he went to the WWF before they got bought, mm-hmm. which was great for his career. Chris Jericho still going. Told you he's the GOAT. But even back here, man, he was he was good. Yeah. So when he came out from his music to his walk, mm-hmm. you, you knew that this dude was a star. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, 
I even like Ghetto in this match. You know what I mean? It was. I liked his name. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he was just like he was like a he was a bruiser, man. I was I was with it. So, I mean, other than that match, of course, Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero. Um, next, I'll probably say Lex Luger and Scott Hall. That was probably my favorite match, honestly. Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. I never liked Lex Luger, man. You know, so I was watching it, and, and, and I know how you feel about Lex Luger. Why do you think he never was that top star. I mean, he had the look, the physique. It seemed like the crowd was behind him whenever he came out on both WWF and and the WCW. Why did it seem like he was just never the guy? So this is my opinion. Okay. Okay. When there was a Lex Luger match, it was kind of like, oh, there's a Lex Luger match. I've never been excited about a Lex Luger match, mainly for the simple fact that I don't think that he could. He didn't do a good job selling me on his matches or selling me on him. Mm. He wasn't a good promo. I was never excited about his matches. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I know you're on the card. Right. Because, I mean... Once again, that's all was he. He was like what six six probably, and had the physique, built like a Greek god. And I mean, everybody loved. And I mean, everybody. I have not found one person in my entire life besides me. <laughs> I mean, now I was gonna say who didn't like who didn't like the torture rack, man. I I ain't find nobody who didn't like it. I mean, torture rack was good. Anytime he's about to do it, man, fans fans loved it. So. Why was it? Why wasn't he the guy? <laughs> I don't know, man. He just, like I said, I didn't feel his promos. I didn't feel. I don't know, man. It was like, who can I? Even Hulk Hogan. Let's go with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. You were excited for his matches. Yeah. Name, record, name, ability. You know, he, he his name carried weight. But it was also the promos he did. Even when he was in a red and yellow, black and white. True. Tell me one Lex Luger promo. Every Lex Luger promo I've ever seen, he looked awkward. <laughs> Like he, it was almost like one, he didn't feel comfortable, and two, 
he didn't even believe what he was saying. <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Like, so if he didn't believe it, well, I'm supposed to get hyped for. Like the, the every promo felt forced. Like he was trying too hard. I guess you could say. Exactly. But I mean, there was a but there's been a bunch of people whose promos were terrible, but fans he was fans still enjoyed the matches or or became the guy. Who? Yeah, let's go. You know what? I'm gonna say Roman Reigns. He wasn't he wasn't he didn't have great promos at first, but people still enjoyed the scene when he came out. What event you went to where people enjoyed to see him when he went out? <laughs> Look, when I say that, I mean he garnered a reaction, whether whether positive or negative. You felt something when he came out. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, and, and, I see that. In in the words of Kevin Owens, the fact that you get a reaction is is, is good enough, whether it's great. Or whether it's bad, he just want that reaction. So the fact that he gets the he got a reaction says something. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That is true. But hmm, I don't know, man. I think Roman Reigns is having the best year of his life with uh, Paul Heyman by his side. Yeah, and he got better on the mic too. Yeah, because I think he's being himself. Yeah. He, <laughs> they booing him. Now he's just being a jerk. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, y'all want to boo me? Acknowledge me. You know I'm the best up in here. Yeah, I'm a Roman Reigns fan now, man. Bro, I mean, he flipped the script. I'm I'm a huge Roman Reigns fan now. When anybody, whether it's a wrestler or not, can flip the script, man. I mean, we, we brought it up before with the New Day. People was booing the New Day. What happened? They flipped the script. And now, one, of one, if possibly not, the second most popular tag team of all time. I say second because, of course, Legion of Doom. <laughs> okay. Who, in my mind, hey, I feel like hey, it's the most popular hey. tag team of all time. Really? Popularity? Really? Legion of Doom? Who else? Okay. Who else? Man, I got to yeah, man, I gotta go with them boys, Harlem. Heat. Yo, that junk go. You mean to tell me that that right there is more popular than I I know you want to do what I see it in your eyes. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead and do it for him. Do it one time for the one time. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't do it, man. Can't do it. Why not? My voice is raspy. <laughs> My voice is raspy. You gotta have. You gotta have. You gotta be in full health. 
<laughs> to uh, do that. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying. No, nah. I mean. Mm-mm. Nah, you right. <laughs> you right. So new day number three then. But I'm hauling heat. Yep. Mm. I put him at number two. Ooh. I'm put a, I, we're going off of, we're, going, we're going off of popularity. That's what we're going off of. I'm not saying skill, I'm saying popularity. I ain't talking about skills either. That man Booker T and Stevie Ray are hilarious. Did you see the clip of this man Booker T when he was in TNA? He got <laughs> oh, this man. <laughs> this man was doing commentary with Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He gets up from the commentator table and gets in the ring, still with the headphones on his ear, and start talking while he beating people up. Oh, Booker T about to hit him with the foot. Booker T about to Oh, yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, nah, I, I ain't see that. that clip, man. They sent it to me. I ain't clip. see that. <laughs> Look, man. That's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> All I want to say is this, man. Booty O's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they made it into a real life cereal. You right. You right. That I've purchased. <laughs> like, come on now, man. You right, you right. Bootios. Who else is going? Come on, booty, bootios. Okay, I give you that. <laughs> I give you that. I'm just saying, man. I'm just you saying. Right. So, what was your least favorite match in this pay per view? Wait, wait, wait. What was your favorite match? You never told me what your favorite match was. Oh, Eddie and Ray. Okay. I mean, I Eddie thought. Ray. I thought so. I just had to get it on the record. Um, let me see. Least favorite match. Least favorite match. I would say my least favorite match of this card was. You know, at first I wanted to say Disco Inferno and Jacqueline, but yo, I enjoy watching Jacqueline wrestle, man. I don't care what nobody say. I think that she is one of the was one of the toughest female wrestlers in the industry. She took on everybody, and she didn't back down from anybody. Men, women, it didn't matter. Um, you know what, man? That Kurt Hennig and uh, Ric Flair match, man. I enjoy that. What you got against Kurt Hennig? I ain't got nothing against him, man. Nothing at all, actually. It sounds like you do, though. Nah. Nah, come Did on, you man. Watch that uh, A and E documentary, Randy Savage. 
Uh, yeah. I, well, I was watching while I was doing homework, so <laughs> I wasn't. What's I, your I, thoughts I, on that, man? That was a hit job. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we talked about it last week. It definitely was. And they tried to clean it up at the end. That was messed up, man. For the first, what was that? That was the third one? For the, mm-hmm. what was it, Stone Cold, right, right? Yeah. For the first two to be, you know, painting everything as a rosy picture, man, that one, it was just like, oh, okay. So y'all just going to go completely opposite. All right. And I didn't know if, if that was personal, you know, because there were a lot of ups and downs with uh, Macho Man and and I'm just going to say others. <laughs> so I don't know, man. I don't know. And this past week, the Booker T one was great. I didn't even. I couldn't. I couldn't watch that one once again. Doing some homework. I can't. Yeah, that was a good one. I can't watch nothing new when I do homework, especially something that I'm super interested in like that, because I will not get my work completed. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But and my least favorite match was Roddy Piper and Hollywood Hogan. Mm, why is that? It was just boring, man. Mm, I'll give you that one. It was just boring. Like, ah, I just, I told you, I wasn't a fan of Hulk Hogan, man. Yeah. Uh, he was cool. I respect what he did for the industry, but I mean, me too. But yeah, nah, man. I just I don't care. He just never he ain't do it for me, man. You know why, right? No, I don't. Controversial uh, opinion. He wasn't for the culture, man. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You're right. I agree with that, man. Yeah, it wasn't for the culture. I, man. I don't know. I think it's because he was too tall. Nah, that can't be the reason. He was, how tall was he? Six seven, six eight. Yeah, that's pretty tall, man. The Rock six seven, ain't he? Nah, Rock only six five. <laughs> so you don't like no tall wrestlers he couldn't move man it was like <laughs> and well, I mean, I'm was pretty up. sure it was because he was injured yeah but this man just couldn't move and that was a, a older Hulk yeah that's true I sent you that clip with uh, Booker T all right, I'm gonna check it out. He ain't got a he got a mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you, you gotta listen to it though. You can't just watch it. 
<laughs> All right, I'm going to wait until we done the, this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you was a, you was a, uh, Kurt Hennon hater. I got it. <laughs> I never said I was a, yo, first of all, I can never hate on Mr. Perfect. That's number one. Hey, you didn't address him as Mr. Perfect. You said Kurt Hennon. So, hey. <laughs> I didn't know where you was coming from with it, actually. I'm be honest. I didn't know yeah. what from what angle you you was really addressing the situation. <laughs> I, I got was, I, yeah, I gotta be honest. I just said it was my least favorite match. It somehow I became a hater of Kurt Hennig. Not of Ric Flair, but of Kurt Hennig. Because I said I wasn't it was my least favorite match. I mean This this escalated real quick. It's not possible <laughs> it's not possible to hate Ric Flair. Yeah, I give you that. You can't hate Ric Flair. Nah, you might not like him, but you can't hate Ric Flair. Nah, I mean, looking at the rest, looking at the rest of the card, it was just my least favorite one, man. I would say I was more disappointed in the uh, the Piper versus Hogan uh, match, yo, with. All the stings popping up, and we won Sting chance. Man, I thought Sting was going to come out. Yeah, we all know when he came back, right? But I mean, that's a sweet gig, man. You ain't have to do anything for a year. Yeah, you ain't have to wrestle for a year, and he was fresh. Yep. Starcade November. <sighs> and gave us a shitty ass match. <laughs> wow. Look, you know why that Hogan Piper match uh wasn't my least favorite match? Tell me why. The fan jumped out of the seats. And climbed up, <laughs> climbed up the cage into and got inside the cage. Proceeded to get whooped. I yeah, I was trying to figure out was this real? Was it was this planned? Was this a random fan? And then seeing how security jumped in and how. When the face team was holding him down, I said, oh, shit, this is real. <laughs> Man, it was definitely real. I mean, WCW was wild back in the day. Bruh, during the Macho Man, Randy, uh, Randy Savage Man versus uh, Diamond Dallas Page, as they're going through the crowd, somebody just randomly takes off his shirt <laughs> like he about to get into the match. WCW was definitely wild. Yeah, they used to throw bottles in the ring, man. Remember that shit? Yep. Bottles. And, they used to throw everything in the ring. Yep. And then that pay-per-view reminded me it was 1997. 
not by the wrestlers and everything that was going on, but there was a guy, as once again, as they was walking through the crowd, I mean, wrestling through the crowd, a dude took a selfie with a disposable camera. And that right there just told me how far life, technology, and wrestling has come. I miss the light bulbs, man. I miss the light bulbs. The lights mm. flashing. Mm-hmm. When a, when a popular wrestler came through and you saw those flashing bulbs from the cameras, I missed yeah. that. Added to it. Now it's just, man, I remember going to a house show, 97, mm-hmm. Undertaker came out. People mm-hmm. had lighters. That's mm-hmm. how I used to light the crowd. Lighters. Mm-hmm. And now? flashlights on your phone that don't even work <laughs> indoors sometimes don't even work indoors sometimes <laughs> let's put that out there <laughs> sound like you got some beef man sometimes you can't get the flashlight working indoors <laughs> yep it's disabled yeah Yo, did you like Jacqueline? Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I did like Jacqueline. Oh, chocolate ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> w- wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> It was funny. I remember at first I wasn't a fan, but then after like a couple of months, I said, "Oh yeah, I'm a I'm a fan." Whether she was in WCW or WWF, I was a fan. She was she was she was legit too. I told you, man. Probably the toughest female wrestler. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Not even about being the toughest. She was like the most legit in an era. Well, it was only about five legit wrestlers, female wrestlers. Mm. Everybody else was like a diva. Yeah. I miss so, those, ma- those matches with her and Sable. Yeah. Sable... She could do some stuff too, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I used to love watching her whoop, uh, whoop Mark uh, whoop Mark Merrill's ass. Yeah, <laughs> power bombing them and stuff. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was just it was so entertaining. You know what I mean? Sable bomb. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah. She was, man, she was legit, too. Yep. She was decent. Who was it? You had Sable, Jacqueline. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Who else you had in that era? Mm, are we talking 90s? Yeah. 
Hmm. What'd you think about Luna? Oh yeah, Luna was good. I'd say I like Luna. Hmm. You know, I'm gonna put Lita up there, man. I like Lita. Oh, Lita, Trish Stratus. Yep. For sure. Molly Holly. Molly Holly. China, of course. That that goes without saying. Yeah. I just, I knew it went without saying, but I just want to throw it in there just in case one of our listeners thought that we was uh, forgetting about China. China, of course. China. Ooh. China can beat the men and the women. Yeah. Beth Phoenix. She was later though. But yeah, mm. Beth Phoenix. Man, nah, she wasn't that later. Nope. Yeah, Beth Phoenix. Of course, Beth Phoenix. Mm-hmm. You know who else I liked? Who's that? I don't think it's a lie credit. Who that? Nikki Bella. Hmm. Hmm. I like Nikki Bella. Yeah, Nikki Bella's cool. I like Nikki Bella. You got a love for Brie? Brie was alright. I like Nikki Bella. <laughs> Yeah. I like Brie, man. I like Brie because of Brie mode. Of course, play really? on Beast mode. Oh, hey, man. It was a play on Beast mode, baby. Nah. I could do without the Brie mode. <laughs> All about Nikki. I mean, I mean, right now though, the women's division is just mm. top tier. That was another thing WCW should have did, man. They should have had a stronger women's division that could have set them apart from WWE. Yeah. You know what? I think the women's division on every program and every promotion televised is strong. That's true. That is true. You ain't lied. Every promotion got a strong women's division. Mm-hmm. Uh, Impact. Mm-hmm. AEW. WWE. Yep. Everybody's solid. Everybody got solid appointments to be. Shit, even Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah, right man. about that, man. 
Like, I hate the time that uh, Ring of Honor comes on, but I definitely will stay up to watch it. Yeah, I like Ring of Honor. I like all wrestling. For sure. I feel like they take a lot more risks in Ring of Honor, Impact, even AEW. I'm surprised they do it in AEW. Some some stuff I'd be watching AEW, I'd be like, man, I can't watch this. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, I was watching it last night, man. And when the Young Bus was wrestling, first of all, shout out to the Young Bucks and primarily because as a fellow sneakerhead, I respect the shoe game when they wrestle. They be where? Last night they had on the bread or band ones, how you want, how you want to call it. And like two, three weeks ago, they had on the uh, Dior, Dior ones. Sounds like they got a lot of money. <laughs> That's what it sound like to me. What it sound like to you? Oh, for sure. Especially for those Dior ones, man. Especially for those Dior ones. I was. Sound like they got too much money. <laughs> Young Bucks. Let me hold something. <laughs> hey, man. I'm telling you, for them to both have one of Dior ones, whoo. I was one of millions who submitted my name to the raffle and was unsuccessful, as were, as were as were others. But I mean, come on, man! And not just one pair; that's two pair. Give me two per, because I need two per. No, it sounds like we need to be working for Tony Khan. Right now, I just looked it up on StockX, of course, the sneaker reselling site. They're going for 7200 to 11497 dollars Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that's wild. And if I'm not mistaken... When they were released, they retailed for two thousand mm. dollars. Must and let me ask you a question, man. Let me, nice. I gotta ask you a question. This, what this up, is what a up? very serious question. Uh oh. Why you ain't like DDP again? Yo, he just didn't do it for me. Number one. Then also number two, the diamond cutter. Too much like the stunner, man. A huge fan of Stone Cold. I ain't like nothing like it. I ain't like it. I ain't like it. Too close. All right. Okay. I was looking at this pay-per-view. I was like, man, DDP was my guy. How you ain't like this guy? He was cool. I respect what he did. Just too much of my, once again, I, as a eight, seven, as a, as a young kid, eight, seven, nine year old, man, it was just too much like it. That was like, 
At first, I didn't like Goldberg, man. It was too many comparisons to Stone Cold. Mm. I could see that. When, when, as a kid, once again, this is not 2021 DC. This is young kid DC. It was too much. It was too much like my favorite wrestler. Now, yeah. When I used to live in Hawaii, favorite wrestler was Shawn Michaels. And then with the rising stone cold, after moving back to the mainland, which is, of course, what everybody in Hawaii calls the United States outside of Hawaii. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> for real, we all know you know Hawaii part of the U.S. and Hawaii is a bunch of islands, and then they just called and you know we called it the mainland. So when I came back to the mainland, that's whenever Stone Cold took over my fandom, and then I was just a Stone Cold fan. Boom, boom. He was waiting on you to come back to the mainland <laughs> for him to blow up. That's how I like to think about it. I like that. That's what I'm thinking, man. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, so Michaels was my guy. And I and I and I can honestly say he's probably my second favorite wrestler of all time. Shawn Michaels is my guy too, man. Love Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Unlike you, he's still the heartbreak kid to me. I don't know, man. He ain't breaking no hearts these days. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my guy, Shawn. I don't know, man. Look a little rough. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, he's still the man. HBK is still always going to be HBK. For sure. Just ain't breaking no hearts these days. That's it. Nah, you man. You can be the heartbreak kid and not break no hearts, you know? <laughs> hey, man. Heartbreak kid all day. That's how I feel about it. What we talking about next week, man? Mm. I, got, I got an idea. Got mm. an idea. What's your idea? I wonder if your idea was the same idea I had. What's your idea? Why don't we talk about an individual person? Mm. Okay. Instead of a pay-per-view. Hmm. I like what this is going. Who you want to talk about? I'm going to let you pick the first person. Ah, come on, man. This is too much pressure. This is way too much pressure. So we're going to talk about a person. We're going to talk about their whole career? Well, you know, talk about... Uh... Yeah, we can talk about their career and how their career associated with our fandom or 
didn't associate with our fandom. Hmm. You know what? I'm going to pick the one who ruined wrestling for me only because he was Uh doing shit that Uh I'm not saying I wasn't a fan. First of all, huge fan, probably number three favorite wrestler of all time. When I say he ruined it because he was out here doing shit I ain't never seen before. And then I expected the same out of everybody else. Let's go with the man. The myth. <clears throat> I mean, to me, of course, he's a legend. Jeff Hardy. Ooh, okay. We could do that. I like that. I mean, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, man. He he's been on various uh, promotions. Everywhere he go, he's a fan favorite. He, and plus, he ruined wrestling for me. That's how good he was. He ruined wrestling for me. So next week we're doing it. All right, I like that. All right, okay. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna do Jeff Hardy next week. Mm. thank you everyone for listening we'll see you guys next week on our episode about Jeff Hardy mm-hmm. <laughs>